it's your old buddy Robert Berry, and welcome to Retro Crush, the podcast, episode 126. Folks, I know it's been a while since our last podcast, and I just want to tell you right here and now that uh, I'm committed to excellence. Um, you know, I'm this this podcast is here to stay, and, and you might have to wait longer than than, than other. Uh, podcast you know i know there's some podcasts out there that like to give you like a reliable schedule maybe good content um you know something worth listening to we're not all about that here at the retro crush podcast no um you know we want to make this podcast um you know we're kind of like your pocket pal you know we're always there when you need us but maybe you might have left us in your um, other pair of pants while you go out for the night. But you know, back at home, we're there waiting for you. Just waiting for you. You may, may, Maybe you accidentally lent that pair of pants to your friend, and uh, you don't have that pair of pants for a few weeks. But you know you're going to get that pair of pants back. Sure, it may have uh, cum stains on it, and it may smell oddly like walnuts and um, cocoa butter. Don't ask why, folks. Just enjoy the podcast. This podcast, Retro Crush the Podcast. T- today, by the way, a-, a landmark episode. It's episode 126. I-, I think if you look at the anniversary chart on your uh, Hallmark, uh, t- you know, anniversary chart, um, this is the um, flannel anniversary. So, you know, I, I welcome gifts of flannel. Uh, hopefully that means a lesbian will come in the mail. Um, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. You know, it's like Indogo girls and uh, and um, mullets. Those are all part of the wonderful lesbian universe out there. But you know, th- this podcast for you here tonight. You know, we are the Bill on Capitol Hill. We are uh, like Interplanet Janet. We are a galaxy girl. And let's face it, folks, there has not been a planet that Janet hasn't seen. Um, you know, we, we are uh, a person, place, or thing. Lolly, lolly, lolly. Get your podcast here. That's what I'm trying to tell you, folks. Um, I know this doesn't make much sense right now, but but trust me, save this podcast five years from now. Play it. It's going to be like Nostra fucking Domus, man. It's going to be all so clear so roll with me on this one. You gotta trust me. I'm like hero. Uh, I'm coming back. Uh, instead of me telling you to save the cheerleader, save the world, I'm telling you right now, save this podcast, save a dime, um, and go to the Blue Bayou because because uh, I'm going back someday there. Maybe you'll you'll join me. Well, things have been uh, going really well here down in uh, Retro Crush headquarters. Um, by the way, my office right now is a disaster. Oh my God, it looks like uh, some epileptic kid cleaned my room. But uh, I don't know. It looks like some gay unicorn had an orgy in my room. That's what it looks like, folks. I got books everywhere, DVDs on the floor. I, you ever have this happen to you? Um, you don't want to clean, and um, it gets really dirty. Kind of fucked up how that happens, but uh, you know I, I'm making do. Um, at least I don't have 20 cats in my office, so I'm not, I'm like a notch above those freaks you read about on the news. You know, so give me that much, folks. 
Just give me that much. That's what I, I want to say. I've been awful busy uh, these days. Um, you know, dealing with some family issues. My my father, I I, I know uh, you've heard me mention before. He's got a he's got a the Alzheimer's uh, disease of sorts, I guess. Dementia, as the official diagnosis. Did you know, by the way, uh, they cannot officially diagnose Alzheimer's disease unless you have an autopsy. So, uh, you know, interesting, interesting way to figure out what kind of disease you have. But uh, obviously at that point, it's a little too late to do much about it. But, uh, you know, it's a challenge. I feel for you folks out there that have uh, family members who are going through uh, mental dilemmas. Uh, as a Retro Crush uh, podcast subscriber, I know you've got some mental dilemmas of your own. Trust me on that. But, uh, you know, thanks to all of you who have given me support in the past, um, you know, and uh, we're working through this. And I'm getting, you know, all right, all right, we had a, we're looking at some uh, assisted living type homes that can uh, take better care uh, of your loved ones that have the, the mental uh, disorders, uh, if you will. So uh, on that happy note, hey, how y'all doing? Um Things are going pretty good here otherwise. I will say that, you know, while my dad uh, is, is is suffering through this, he's getting a lot of attention, a lot of family support, and a lot of help. Got to have that. It's a good lesson, by the way. Be nice to your kids so that when you get older and your brain turns to mush, uh, you know, people actually will care about you, you know? So, uh, you know, my dad, he got me a... T- check this out. Christmas of 1976... I got a Lone Ranger action figure. I got the uh, Remco Evil Knievel doll and the stunt cycle. And um, once he even bought me a robot for Christmas. And he shows me more horror movies than any kid should have ever been allowed to see. I mean, I saw the sickest, craziest shit growing up. You wouldn't believe it. Uh, It's a wonder Child Protective Services didn't take me away from my family. I mean, I, I'm, you know, while some kids are watching, like, you know, Barney, the Wiggles. Well, I didn't have that one. Okay, well, let's, let's put it in my terms. I guess, uh, while some kids were watching, you know, Mr. Rogers, I was busy watching, like, Tombs of the Blind Dead, watching, you know, Templar Knights cut off chicks' boobs. Like, that's kind of pretty fucked up to show your little kids that. I think I was like 10 years old watching these fucked up movies. But, you know, it, it shaped me and made me the man I am today. You know, just like when uh, Jor-El and his wife shot their son off of uh, Krypton and he came to this earth, it was that influence that made him Superman. So much in that way, as I saw these horror movies growing up, I too have become the man of steel in a way if you think about it a lot so uh folks we've got a great show here for you today it's it's gonna you know it's just not gonna have an interview on it i know some of you like the interviews but i get a lot of emails that say like robert you know come on quit taking those audio transcripts of your shitty speakerphone calls and passing them off as a podcast sure 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 these celebrities you talk to are great we know you're the you're the david frost of our time, but, you know, we want to hear what's going on with you. You know, who cares what's going on with uh, so-and-so that was in that movie that we all liked back in the day? Sure, that's good, good enough, but what's going on with you, Robert? 
What makes you tick, Robert? And furthermore, <laughs> what would Jesus do if he had a podcast? Nothing. You know what Jesus would do if he had a podcast? He'd probably say, what the fuck's a podcast? Because it would be back in, like, Bible times. What would they do with an iPod back then? I mean, the guy could, let's face it, he could take bread and fish and feed a lot of people. But that was pretty shitty bread and fish, and most of the folks passed on it. That's why it went so far. Hardly the stuff of miracles, i got to tell you. So, uh, by the way, I had a, a nice drink to start things out tonight. I had a pomegranate mixer. With uh, some Swedish vodka. It's spelled like S-V-A something or other. But not bad. You know, vodka's pretty good when you mix it with stuff. And it's, and it's good when you mix it with ice. It's, it's an all-around versatile drink. And uh, right now I'm having some Cabernet, as they say in France, Sauvignon. And it's this pretty good uh, kind of red wine. And it, it kind of makes you feel like you are somebody. It gives you a special glow. It gives you this power. It's power not unlike Iron Man probably feels when he puts on that armor and he's ready to take on the world. In a way, I am uh, maybe the Tony Stark of the podcasting world as I'm sipping this wine. Um, I think we've got a heck of a show here for you today, though. And um, by the way, I, I thrive on your voicemails. And I think my lack of a consistent podcast schedule has kind of scared some of you off from leaving some messages. We do have a few uh, voicemails for today's show, and I will play those. And a rare uh, hot chick voicemail that we, we so rarely get these days. Uh, because frankly, uh, as uh, Arbitron surveys show, uh, women find this podcast uh, repulsive and unlistenable, I think, were the kinder words I got in my survey. Yeah, it was really worth $10,000 to pay you fuckers at Arbitron to hear that. You know, that's like paying someone to spit on your face. Thanks a lot, Arbitron. Thanks a lot. But, uh, yeah, my wife could have told me that. You know what podcast my wife listens to? Quilting quilting Today. Well, who the fuck listens to a quilting podcast? Scrapbooking. scrapbooking podcast. Okay. Oh, oh, it's not scrap. It's not quilting. It's scrapbooking. That's like saying, you know, I'm not gay. I just sucked a dick in college once. Uh, uh-oh, I'm getting a pair of scissors thrown at me, folks. This is just a testament to the abuse I suffer every day at the hands of my wife. But trust me, folks, with a body like that, it is worth it. Oh, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, uh, uh, welcome to the Retro Crush Podcast. If this is the first time you've ever listened to this, I feel sorry for you. Uh, this is the 126th time you've listened to this. I feel even more sorry for you. Um... But, uh, you know, there's a little something we like to do here. Um, you know, chill out with the fans, RetroCrush.com. Um, Halloween seasons are coming up. I'm thinking of dressing up this year as something kind of fantastic. Um, not sure what yet, but if you got some ideas, let me know. Also, we are going to be publishing pictures of vintage Halloween costumes that you may have wore uh, back in the day or, or even currently, you know. Send us your cool Halloween costume pictures, and we're going to pop them right on the front page of RetroCrush.com. Just email me at rberry, that's R-B-E-E-R-R-Y, at RetroCrush.com. And you know what? Here, here, okay, you want to see, you want to hear, uh, by the way, it's a funny story today. I was at lunch. And uh, we, I had a can of Diet Pepsi. All right? Get this. 
And I was saying, wow, I remember back in the day that the original Diet Pepsi cans were sky blue. And they actually had a, a slice of lemon on the label. They used to be one calorie, not just no calories as they say now. But uh, they were sky blue. And, uh, and, the, and one of the, the, the women at the, at the lunch, uh, I eat with women mostly because they are more polite. And they chew with their mouth closed. But uh, they, they said, uh, was there really lemon in, in, in Old Diet Pepsi? And I said, yeah, because I remember the commercial went like, uh, it had like some hockey players, one of them. And it was like, we love Pepsi Light, refreshing Pepsi Light. And then one of the hockey players skates up and says, a little touch of lemon makes it taste so right. And they were like, holy crap, how do you remember this stuff? And it just kind of occurred to me. Uh, that I'm kind of like the Rain Man of of commercial jingles, because why do I remember all this stuff? It is so bizarre. I can't remember to to like you know pay bills on time or take out the trash or uh, who my kids uh, are, but I can remember old commercials. That says something about me, don't you think? Um, listen, um, I'm having a great time here. Um, and, and we, we're, we're going to have a great time as well. Um, um, by the way, if you hear some printing in the background, it's my wife printing photos right next to my microphone. Um, they are pictures. Get this. They are pictures of my kids picking their nose. She's got a whole scrapbook of nose picking pictures so she can harass them when they're older. All right. Speaking of nose picking, I'm going to, I'm going to confess something here to you folks. Sometimes I pick my nose in my car. Alright, it's like the one place you can pick your nose and nobody's going to give you shit about it. Or so I thought. Get this, I'm driving my son to gymnastics practice. It's a Friday afternoon, it's been a long day at work and I got some like crazy ass booger at my nose. And it's I, These boogers don't get out on their own, they ain't going to pick themselves. So I can get that damn booger out of there, right? So I'm picking this booger out of my nose. It's one of those big old hard snots that you get there. And and I look to the left, uh, and there's this like car driving parallel to me. There's these two Mexican guys driving a pickup truck, and the one's like saying, "Hey, hey!" And I like I I kind of roll my dindo down, and he's making a motion like he's picking his nose. He's like, "You're picking your nose, motherfucker!" And I'm like, "Oh man!" And like. He wouldn't just leave it at that. He stayed driving parallel to me on the highway, no matter how fast or slow I went. And he kept laughing and pointing at me as picking his nose. So I start flipping this guy off and, and trying to ignore him. And then my son's like, Daddy, what's going on? And I'm like, nothing, son. Those guys are just being jerks. And then, uh, so I guess the lesson is, don't drive next to Mexicans. So, uh, anyway... You live and you learn. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, did I say we got a good show lined up for you today? It'll happen eventually. I'm just not sure when. But, uh, yeah, this, this wine I'm drinking is pretty good tonight. By the way, you know, it's funny. Uh, we had our, a couple podcasts ago. We had an interview with uh, the film crew guys, you know, the Mystery Science Theater guys that have their new thing going. And somebody plugged it on their uh, website, and they said, you can click here to listen to the uh, interview, but you got to listen to this idiot named Robert uh, talk about Captain Morgan Rum and all this stupid shit going on in his life before he starts the interview. 
Touche, my friend. Touche. You got me there. So uh, I have uh, officially cast my vote in the 50 Cent versus Kanye West battle. And I bought a, uh, a Run DMC album. But I also picked up... Wait a minute, I'm looking at a picture my wife just printed out here. I'm going to preview it for it live on the air. It's two kids looking at a Christmas tree. Uh, they look like my kids. Maybe. It's just the back of their heads. But it's a treasured moment. Good job, honey. Good picture. Stevie Wonder takes our pictures. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I like this new Kanye West album. Actually, I've only listened to two songs of it, so I didn't really officially buy his album. I, you know, there, there's a song, a couple songs I liked off the album, and uh, the one I like the most is probably the the lead single from it. It's called uh, "Stronger." You know that 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 won't kill me can only make me stronger is how that song goes. And what I like about it is he uses a very cool sample from the Daft Punk song "Stronger, Better, Faster," whatever it's called. But not only does he just use a sample from this song, but he actually got them to record a new version of it for his song. So this isn't like a P. Diddy style, let me just do a shitty rap on top of a 70s funk song. He actually, Kanye, you know, for some reason Kanye's songs, he gets these samples, these classic samples, and he sort of brings them to life through his rap songs. He's not just rapping on top of it, it's almost like he's become one with that sample. And he brings it to a level that that sample by itself never had before. Check this out. I'm going to play you a clip of the original Daft Punk song, Stronger. And then it's going to seg into the Kanye version of it. And I think you'll see they both stand out on their own as pretty fucking amazing. Pretty, pretty great stuff there. Good job, Mr. Kanye West. Despite all your boasting and bragging about how you should get more recognition, dare I say it's it's well deserved. One of you uh, folks out there that play Xbox 360 certainly know that Halo 3 comes out today. And uh, it's, it's certainly one of the most anticipated video games in quite some time. But, you know, I remember a time back in the day when uh, the most anticipated game was Atari Pac-Man. Oh, my God. Atari Pac-Man was like... Uh, Check this out. This the Atari Pac-Man game we were dying to get. 
the Atari Pac-Man game, you know, because back in the day, you know, it was expensive to play arcade games, and Atari is the best thing you had. So when you heard that Atari was going to come out with Pac-Man, you were, like, excited. But the Atari games were never anything like the arcade game, hardly. Was every now and then they struck gold, like Space Invaders, Missile Command. Some of those were dead on. Pac-Man is probably the worst translation of an arcade game to a home console video system ever. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, instead of the black and blue maze, it was like yellow. It was orange and, and sky blue. Uh, the Pac-Man guy didn't look like Pac-Man. They put an eyeball on him. Uh, I guess the limitations of the cartridge were such where they couldn't have four of the ghosts on at the same time, so they had to flicker the four ghosts one at a time so they were all blinking. You know, it, it was horrible. And the sound effects were like, <coughs> instead of waka waka waka. Oh, horrible. The guy who designed that game reportedly made millions of dollars off it. Not a good game. Damn you, Atari. But, uh, you know, since we're talking about arcade games, I thought it'd be fun to play a few of my favorite uh, older arcade games, sounds, and musics for your listening pleasure. First off, let's start with Gyrus, which was made by the the famous Konami, uh, who later went on to bring you um, Ninja Bloodlust, um... Amish Clusterfuck 3000, and probably one of my favorite games, Spider Orgy, Peanut Butter Style. Um, those were very good games, but Gyrus had some very great music by the classic composer Brahms. <laughs> That buzzing sound will really get to you after a while there, won't it? Uh, here's another fun game by uh, Atari and Namco. It was called Dig Dug. And th- this is a really neat game because you were a dude who had to dig in the ground and like crazy giant tomato dudes and, and dragons would try to eat you and so you'd pump them up and make them blow up with your air pump. <laughs> Charming to hear on your headphones, I'm sure. Our next game is Mr. Do. Ah, Mr. Do died. And Mr. Do is more or less just a ripoff of Dig Dug, but it was very fun in its own right. Uh, next up, we got Scramble, which was uh, one of these hella hard games. You were basically this uh, spaceship that was flying uh, left to right through all these caverns and stuff and eventually it gets so hard that you couldn't play anymore. 
I love that sort of sound. That was pretty awesome. Here's uh, the intro of a very cool game called uh, by Sega, I believe. It was Altered Beast. Rise from your grave. Holy shit. That's the beginning of Qbert. And I bet you can't guess what this game's the beginning of. So sweet sounding and so so cute. Next up, we've got Kung Fu! And by uh, Williams, a uh, really fun uh, arcade game uh, company. Uh, they made a, a classic called Defender, which had some of the coolest at the time sound effects you ever heard in a game. And a very underrated game by a company called Gottlieb, uh, Reactor. Check out the, the great sounds on this one. Awesome, huh? Here's uh, one that Atari made called Rolling Thunder. Next up, we got Splatterhouse, which pretty much uh, ripped off the character from Friday the 13th, Jason, and put him into a video game, but it was a pretty fun game and some great music. Splatterhouse game was pretty sick because you had to like run past these dudes that were chained up on walls and they'd throw up acid on you that would dissolve your legs. Pretty crazy. Here's a, a really fun game called Quicks. Here's a real fun game called Quicks. And last 
lastly, we're going to wrap this up with the music from Burger Time. Well, folks, uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, Retro Crush, the podcast. Uh, you know, we are going to publish uh, these more frequently, um, getting getting some things taken care of here at home that'll uh, that'll help me out. You know, it's been it's been pretty busy here, and I, I think thank you all for seeing me through these tough times. Uh, it's going to get better soon, and uh, I'm going to leave you with a voicemail from Megan. Hey, Robert Berry. This is Megan. I'm a big fan of your podcast. Long-time listener, first-time caller. And I just want to thank you for having the film crew interview. That was a really super interview, and I really enjoyed that. And I have a question for you. Uh, uh, many podcasts ago, you mentioned that you bought some Baby Alive food from eBay, and you were going to do a live taste test. And I'm wondering if you ever tasted that food. I've been wondering what it tastes like for a long time. So anyway, keep up the great work. Yes, I did uh, have some maybe live food. I can't find it now, but I will do a taste test on video and, and perhaps a podcast as well. Thanks to all of you for listening to the Retro Crush podcast. Here's a little bit of music you're hearing in the background from the soundtrack of My Neighbor Totoro, which is one of my favorite movies, period, let alone favorite animated film. If you have not seen My Neighbor Totoro before, do yourself a favor and check it out. Try to find the, uh, don't rent the new version. Whatever you do, don't get the version that Disney just put out because it's all fucked up and has Dakota Fanning doing the female lead voice. Find an older copy that Fox Video put out because you'll get the nice... Uh, it's a very w- good English dub. Um, but it's a, it's it's just one of the most beautiful movies you've ever seen in your life. It's these two girls and their father moved to this uh, remote area of Japan. And uh, they're left home alone a lot with their grandmother while they go to school. And they discover these beautiful forest creatures. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot to the movie other than just the magic of childhood. And uh, I, I can see, think of no other movie that defines nostalgia and the beauty of, of imagination and childhood and believing in things uh, than my neighbor Totoro. It's uh, uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, who brought you Spirited Away and uh, Howl's Moving Castle, but his true work of art that 100 years from now people will look back on is just one of the most remarkable movies ever made. Is My Neighbor Totoro. So check it out. Beautiful movie. It's my my gift to you. Go go find this movie. But, but please, please, whatever you do, do not get the Disney version. If you got to listen to it in Japanese even, and, uh, and read it with subtitles, it's better. Because this horrible Disney with new American actors dubbed over it version, it's just, it's an abortion in every level. And uh, this movie's deserving far better of that. Please call the Retro Crush hotline, 916-231-9480, anytime, night or day. I would love to hear from you. Could you could use the pick-me-up. Thanks, Megan, for uh, leaving that voicemail there. And uh, call me... Uh, yeah, again, call me anytime on there. Uh, our email address is rbarry at retrocrush.com. You can even uh, drop us uh, a little message MySpace style. MySpace.com slash 
Retro Crush. We got a lot of good Halloween content coming up here in October. We've already started it. And um, as always, check out our website. Tell a friend about the website. Tell a friend about the podcast. I love you all. You're also you guys are every woman in the world to me, basically. To to, to borrow a line from Air Supply. And uh, hope you all have a good day. Do yourself some favors. Buy some comic books. Go read some uh, Angry Youth comics. Go buy some Dennis the Menace uh, reprint collections. Watch Heroes. That's one damn good show, isn't it? And Survivor Man on the Discovery Channel. Good show, too. Now go take on the day.